Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Master's Class. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to Busted Open's The Masters Class, available only exclusively here on the Busted Open Podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to Busted Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern Time on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. I welcome in Mark Henry, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer. Our Masters Class is now in session and mark i'm going to start off with you because our episode today we look back at what was an amazing weekend with the returns and i mean the return of cm punk brock lesnar and becky lynch first and foremost mark since you were there doing commentating for rampage tell us about what was now being referred to as the punk pop you know what man like I, i've been around a lot um and there's only been uh, a pop like that by, you know, a handful of people. Um, you know, we always say the road warrior pop because the road warriors were so dominant and that they were so well liked and so believable. And, um, you know, you, you, they got, they got a reaction that very few people, even the best guys would get thus the name, the road warrior pop. Um, but you've had Stone Cold Steve Austin, you've had The Rock, you've had Hulk Hogan, you've had Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels, and the list goes to Undertakers. And that small group of men, um, Punk can now add himself to that group because not only did his pop come off like any pop that we've ever seen, it escalated. It actually intensified at one point to where you couldn't even hear the music. I mean, it was numbing. You vibrated your clothes. I was sitting one foot away from Jim Ross. One foot couldn't hear a thing he said. He could have screamed at the top of his lungs and you would have got nothing. So, yes, the punk pop is real. Uh, you heard it from people like Jim Cornette saying it was something they never heard before. Um, you know, you got to go with that. Uh, one thing you mentioned about the Road Warrior pop, Mark, and that was the reason they got such a pop is because they were believable. Um, I think when you look at CM Punk, it's believability, but it's also 
truth. It's reality. It's it's what works when pro wrestling works best. And you got that in that promo. I mean, he was just being as honest as he could be to that fan base in Chicago. Yeah, and I, I think that it was smart of him not to put the emphasis so much on what was but what will be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I didn't get a really a, a, a chance to really dive into some of the naysayers, and, but um, I have to disagree with all the naysayers about, you know, Punk's reaction because I was there for a lot of it. And a lot of people will say, well, um, this opinion, that opinion. I, I've, I've, I've been in tag matches against the Road Warriors. I know what that's like. I've been in a match with The Undertaker, with Shawn Michaels, with Steve Austin, with The Rock. I've had matches against Punk. The Punk that I had a match with was already an elite champion, CM Punk. He wasn't out for almost eight years and came back. I can only imagine what it felt like in the ring because all of that energy was focused on that singular point. But what I heard was beyond elite. It was something I never heard before. So obviously a huge reaction for Punk's return on Rampage last Friday night. But Tommy, another return that we got that was on Saturday at SummerSlam, Becky Lynch. And this one's significant in the fact that Becky never left the WWE. She was still with the WWE, a part of the Raw brand. So we knew at some point we are going to get Becky back. But we didn't know it was going to be at SummerSlam. And the surprise, too, how she came back and when she came back, especially for Bianca Be- Bianca Belair's SmackDown Women's Championship. Yes, um, that pop was great. That pop was... I, I feel the CM Punk thing was like the, the worst kept secret in professional wrestling. Becky Lynch as well. We knew she'd be coming back. We just We've speculated over a while. It was a 50,000-seat arena surprise pop. I don't feel it was as loud as CM Punk's. Very, very great return for the moment. And then everyone was, I feel, shocked, but not in a good way, of the outcome of the pop, Um, which was a little weird. And moving forward, we'll see how that goes. I mean... Listen, SummerSlam delivered as a, as a show. It delivered everything we've wanted. It just, uh, it was different. It was a different feel. There's a much different feeling of, we knew, like you said, Becky works for WWE. She was going to return. We never thought we were going to see CM Punk ever again in a wrestling ring. And it was so much baggage that he had to, get off of his chest and it was just the fans called for it and it was delivered right away. Um, 20,000 people as opposed to 50,000 people uh, building as opposed to an arena. I mean, a stadium, there's all these different factors. I was not there. Something great to deal with a nation member. Wonder if there was someone who was there for both. 
but um, the overall reaction of punk returning has been much more received positively as opposed to the aftermath. It was just like big pop. We're happy you're here. And then wait, what for Becky was different. And all pops are different. And even, you know, I feel WWE may have made the crowd. They uh, made the audience. uh, I'm looking for the, the proper word. They basically quieted the they crowd down, down to bring they them brought up. Them down. Yeah, but that's not organic. That's purposely doing this so you get that that way. That's a little bit different uh, when you orchestrate that way. That that's different. You know, Dave, Tommy just mentioned. You know, it'd be great to speak to somebody who was actually at SummerSlam and at Rampage. I don't know if you remember, but last week we had a caller call yep. into the show who was at both events. And he, you know, I, I felt he was very honest in his episode. He said the Brock pop was louder than the punk pop. Now, sure, it's going to be just by sheer, you know, uh, amount of people, 50,000 people reacting to somebody as opposed to 20,000 people reacting to somebody. And fans are having all this robust conversation on social media about whose pop was louder. No, punk was louder than this. And then get the Guinness Book of World Records, you know, chimed in and said, this might be the loudest pop ever. And everybody's having fun with this conversation. Tommy said something that a lot of people might not be taking into account. An arena versus a stadium. When you're in a stadium, because it's so big, that pop will not sound the same as in in the arena. The smaller the venue, the louder the pop, because the sound is confined and condensed. It doesn't have, when sound travels, it has to bounce off of something and reverberate. So in a 20,000 seat arena, the sound doesn't have to travel as far. In the stadium, the sound goes right up. You've heard me talk about at TLC2 in the Astrodome, we all thought we shit the bed because we couldn't hear the reactions of the people. And then, you know, we found out that everybody loved it. So the, the punk pop in a condensed when you look at it you know as a condensed 15,000 people in an arena it's going to sound so much thicker it's going to sound hardier it's going to sound more um uniform and, and 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 everybody sounds like they're on the same page and they look like they're on the same page because they all were and this was part of the anticipation of him coming back it's almost like it's almost like AEW, you know, maybe let the secret out. And then it was like, okay, you ready, everybody? Five, four, three, two, one. Boom. Brock and Becky, Brock even more, is an absolute surprise. So the surprise will give you more verbal reactions than just the sound of the pop. Does it's that make amazing. Sense? It, it uh, but it's amazing that we're kind of measuring the pops, right? Like it's it's it kind of it, it tells you what kind of era we're in in pro wrestling and pro wrestling fandom that we're actually measuring, you know, the pop from, you know, 48 hours with two different events. Punk obviously 7 years gone, coming back to pro wrestling. I mean, I'll say this as a, a fan of pro wrestling for 40 years. I never heard a pop for that extended amount of time going to different levels throughout that two different segments. I actually, 
in my opinion, something that I wanted to see that I didn't get to see in that promo from Punk. And nobody has brought this up, but obviously we see Punk come down the entrance ramp. We see him interact with the fans. Uh, we see him with that microphone talking. The one thing I wanted to see from Punk is actually step into the ring. Here's a guy who has not been near a wrestling ring for seven years. The national spotlight, the camera on him. I, we never actually got to see him step into the wrestling ring. That would have been, to me, something I would have liked to see. It end, the segment ended with him outside the ring, and then when it started back up, he was in the middle of the ring. I actually would have loved to have seen his facial expression when he stepped into the ring for the first time in seven years. Yeah, I agree. But I, I, ex- I, I, in watching it back, uh, and I actually watched it back last night because there was something on social media where they were videotaping yeah, the producers that. and the directors in the truck, which I found very interesting uh, to see how the truck operated in those moments. And one of the reactions that I thought they missed was when Punk first came out, they got him, they got him, they got him, and then they cut away to fans holding up a CM Punk, um, like the letters CM Punk, and I was like, damn, why did they cut away? If this is the first time I'm seeing a guy in seven years, I want to see the gamut of emotion on his face from the minute he comes out. We There's plenty of time for crowd shots, but to me it wasn't in like the first five or ten seconds of seeing Punk. I just want to see his face. I want to see if his Adam's apple bounces because he gets choked up. I want to see if there's a tear in his eye. I want to see the little crook of a smile on his face. I, I was just a little shocked that they cut away from that so much. But you know why we're kind of nitpicking here? Now I wouldn't call it nitpicking. This is not even nitpicking. It's not, but it's like looking at looking for a facial expression. Or you just said bully, like the movement of the Adam apple. And and Tommy, I think you would agree. The reason why, and this is why that punk pop or that punk segment, that punk promo, to me is on another level than mostly anything that we're going to talk about or anything else I've seen. Is a word that bully uses all the time, and that is real. The, the Becky return wasn't real. The 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 Brock return wasn't real. It was part of a storyline or a part of a developing matchup that took place in the ring. What we saw on fr- Friday night was 100% authentic and real. Dave, uh, here's also, this is the biggest thing, the setup. It, the setup is everything. Um, when we're recording this, this is the same day where Raven returned to uh, ECW and helped me uh, be my partner, and we defeated uh, the Dudleys for the tag. That that building literally shook to the point where him and Sandman still to this day will say, we got the loudest pop in ECW, where we had to break it down that Sandman got the loudest pop in, in Philly, Raven got the loudest pop in Queens. Um, the and, business- and, and Tommy, 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 Dave, nope. we're not talking about the one night stand sing-along. We're talking about the Sandman's return in the ECW arena. And for fans listening right now, if you get a chance, go check it. Tell me what you think of that pop. Go ahead, Tommy. Um, it, it's, oof. Uh, when we're talking about punk, we all saw this horrible breakup happen for years. If you think about the Bret Hart breakup, that was probably just as volatile. When he came back, like that was a long ass pop. 
But for Punk, like we never thought this was ever going to happen ever again because he was so damaged. And he even mentioned in his promo, he never mentioned WWE, but he mentioned that he had to be in a better mental, physical place. And he couldn't do that in the place that put him in that spot to begin with. And that was such a heavy line. And again, it was the setup, the people chanting for it and delivering it. The Becky Lynch thing, if you think about that setup, that was to cover up that they never told us there was a match wasn't going to happen, that we really wasn't going to, that never happened. And then it was like, oh my God, what a great surprise. So nice to see you. And then whoa, the Brock thing was the icing on the cake where we didn't think we would see that either. And the Brock pop was gigantic, but it wasn't like, we didn't expect it. We didn't anticipate it. We didn't want this thing to happen. Cause we also just saw this amazing match where, and I told you this on the air where I've been a wrestling fan since I'm nine years old, been wrestling 31 years. I did not know who the winner of John Cena and Roman Reigns was going to be because they got me hooked. That match didn't even need the Brock return, but the business needed CM Punk's return. We needed that. And to be delivered off the bat, they didn't even do that to like try to get a rating in the sense of put it on last. They gave it to us first. And I was like, here's everything you wanted. You're chanting. And even those moments and like, you could go back to it. Like uh, for me, I'm, I could watch it in my head. I'm like, no way is this happening. And I'm friends with the guy. No way is this happening. Oh my God. Here's I'm waiting for MJF. I'm waiting for the swerve. Cause we're all playing fantasy booker. And when he finally walks out, you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. These are those Joey styles. Oh my God. Moments. I've been a part of so many. And even what uh bully said about the difference between an arena and uh, a stadium or even a small ECW arena. Um, I've wrestled in front of 80,000 people where my match was like, wait, that spot didn't work because I'm waiting for sound to back to bounce back to me. And I'm already tagged out of my match. Uh, it's just so different. And I, this is where, and this is weird that we could talk about it, but it's so great to have, uh, to be a wrestling fan where if they did what Seattle did with Marshall Lynch's run, where it registered an earthquake level from a stadium that was open an outdoor stadium where this run registered on the Richter scale because of the loud, where it's literally the building shaking. I think this is going to be next level where you're going to have that little meter where it's going like that. They could call it the popo meter and to see how it really goes. So then you could settle this argument of who got the loudest ever pop in wrestling. Because I mean, I feel that CM Punk probably is the loudest, but then I think of edges return. And holy crap, was that a moment because we never saw it coming. And you think about that build. I always say the Royal Rumble isn't about the match until like the final five to six. It's all about who's next. And we're doing the countdown. Like Bully said, we're, we're, we're literally, oh, my God, who's it going to be? And it's like, what the hell? Because he's another person that we never thought we'd see wrestle again. And it was next level. I knew he was going to be there. I didn't know what number he was coming out and I got to experience that, but that next level is what we all, you know, work for bully just put out something on his social media about this amazing pop from his Royal rumble or him and Devon showing back up. 
next level stuff that as a fan, it's it's because you could say you were there as well as for the performer. It was like, wow, look what just is going on and enjoying that moment. I mean, the, the punk moment was so enjoyable because you see the real emotion on everybody's face, including him. You know, pro wrestlers are supposed to be so tough and, you know, nothing bothers us and we're larger than life characters and a, a pro wrestler could never get choked up and cry. I mean, a lot of these new school wrestlers, you know, love to cry, although Tommy loves to cry also. But you saw the real emotion on his face and seeing him be so happy to be back tells a story in itself because we all know that he was a bit unhappy when he left. Everybody loves to compare. This was better than this, or, or, or this is bigger, or you know, this was greater. And there's so many moments in history that you know have reactions like this. But sometimes we look at pro wrestling like a horse with blinders, like, no, this has to be the best, especially with AEW fans the way they are now. They need AEW to be number one, the best, the greatest thing. Nothing else exists. Nope, this is it. We don't want to hear from everybody else. Guys like me are agreeing. They're, they're, I have fellow. I have a, a couple of fellow Hall of Famers who actually disagree. Yeah. And I'd love to debate them on, 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 the, uh, on the topic. But this was an incredible moment because it was a volcano. It was lightning in a bottle. It was the planets lining up. It was the perfect storm. And everybody got to come together at the exact same moment to react to it. All right, so let me ask you this, because I think we all would agree that the the Brock pop at the end of SummerSlam was great because it's you didn't see Brock coming. You know, there was no report they had signed with the WWE. And here's Brock Lesnar. And also storyline, it works with Roman Reigns because of Paul Heyman. And so people are anticipating the next few months of WWE programming. But I want to get to Becky because I think we'd all agree that Becky coming out was huge. But then what happened after fell completely flat. One of the big things that makes Punk special is because it was real. So let me ask the two of you, Bully, you first. Like, Would it have been better if... The WWE had Becky come out, not to challenge anybody, but just to come out to the fans. I'm back. Did you miss me? It could have been after the Bianca Carmella match, or it could have been after Charlotte won the WWE championship. But instead of her actually having a 25-second match, would have been better if you made that a real moment where she came out, greeted the fans, and asked that question, did you miss me? Uh, I'm there. We've discussed on the show a couple of different ways they could have went. Me and you have agreed, and I'll you know we'll, we'll even see how Tommy feels. Bringing Carmella out was so unnecessary. They were trying to bring the people down to bring them back up. Old school uh, booking of shows. The match right before the main event would be a match that would bring the people down, so they would pop harder for the main event. All right. In this particular moment in time, bringing Carmella out was like, all right, let's bring them down so they can pop for Becky. They were already brought down by the announcement that Sasha wasn't going to be there. It, it was a waste of time to have Carmella out there. Listen, I like to see Carmella just as much as the next fan, you know, but. Prancing her out there did nothing. I would have loved to have heard. And if you watched Monday Night Raw, when they replayed the package, 
You know, when they put the SummerSlam package together, they never included Carmella in the package. It went right from the announcement of Sasha Banks is not here, bang, to Becky Lynch's music. Why didn't they include Carmella in the package? Because it was unnecessary, and she was unnecessary, and that's the WWE tipping their hand to how unnecessary she really was. That's how I would have done that segment. Sasha Banks is not here. Oh, damn. Boom, hit that music. Holy shit. And you would have had them. You drew too much emotion out of them with Carmella. And also think I also, Tommy, before we throw to Tommy, I also think they hurt by having Bianca Belair lose in 25 seconds. I think if she just would have went out and made a challenge and not necessarily actually have a match to hurt a talent that you've been grooming for the last six months. Go ahead, Tommy. They did the same thing with Ms. Morrison and Xavier Woods with uh, that super soaker segment, which was brutal, brutal. But they brought the people way down to get them way back up for what was going to happen afterwards. You don't need to do that in professional wrestling anymore um, because sometimes it takes the air out of the room and it, unless you have these amazing performers to get them back, but it did take a a little bit to get people back. But uh, again, SummerSlam delivered um, when we're talking about pops, everyone got their pops. Think of the, the double pop we got with edges entrance Wait, wait, wait. Then his other entrance. He went from the brood to edge. And it was like, I've taken everything you have from me of excitement level. Oh, no, wait, I'm going to respond to this where and, and I said this on the air. I saw a woman cry when he walked by her and this woman was in tears. And for her, that was a moment who knows what her story was. But she got to see something super duper special. Fans will work forever, a year, to save up to go to a WrestleMania or a big event because it is costly. But when you're giving those moments to the fans, it, it's that's when we say it's worth the price of admission alone because you're getting those reactions. I know as a performer, I did my job when I see people's faces like that. Would you have done, but would you have done, or how would you have done the Becky Lynch return at SummerSlam? Uh, I like what Bully had said. I would have told people way in advance that this match wasn't happening. And I would have said to make it better, but we have one hell of a surprise. Or I would have said, oh man, do we have one hell of a surprise? And then everyone's going, it's Becky Lynch, it's Becky Lynch. No, it can't be Becky. But if you do little things like that, and that's booking towards today's era by using social media. But could you imagine if they put a tweet out there um, due to whatever you know, whatever reasons, uh, Sasha Banks won't be there. But oh man, what a surprise we have in store for you! I'm literally laying my money down just to see Becky Lynch. I tuned in to Rampage just because of all the teases that they were doing to lead into CM Punk. Don't try to swerve us day of the show and say that this match isn't happening. Tell us beforehand because there was speculation and then reward us for for being loyal fans and give us that extra, like Bubba said. And and what Tommy- Hey, we know it's coming and we don't need the crowd to go back down because we know it's coming because we love wrestling so much. We're going to get back up there. No rock, and you guys are are more music people than I. They never say, hey, we're going to do this ballad right now just to bring you down before we go to uh, the next thing. Or here's a song that we've never played before. We want to give you our new stuff before we go back to the old stuff that you always loved. No, they just rock on the entire time. And Tommy's suggestion, uh, you know, in the tweet about the 
but oh man, do we have some, you know, somebody to replace her. It's kind of like the Easter egg that Darby Allen threw in when he said, you know, you have to prove the best of the world. That's just enough of a of a hint out to the people to make them go, it's going to happen. And, and, and bully, the WWE went as far as having the video package before the match of of what was of the story of Sasha and Bianca. <laughs> Dave, let me explain something to you. <laughs> Me and Tommy can book this shit better than anybody else can. <laughs> and Dave, I also want to tell you, it's look over here, look over here, pay no attention to this Jedi mind trick. You're going to take this and like it as opposed, that's a different mentality. WWE is a different animal than AEW and or how me and Bully would book a show. And everybody would book a show differently when it is your own show. When it's your money, it's and and I've had these arguments with Bully when it was my show and House of Hardcore, um, or when I wrote ECW One Night Stand, I said, "Listen, I need one music. I want I need one music, and that's the Sandman's music." I actually asked for two. I knew I wasn't going to get mine, but when they hit that music, dude, that pop was four minutes and forty four seconds long of a celebration. And I always say that's the happiest I've ever been in professional wrestling. You can see the smile on my face. And at the end of it, I was on fire. I, I couldn't hear. I was bleeding. And I'm, there's a picture of me and Beulah laying on the floor. And I was one of the happiest moments of my life. Because I got to see everything that I orchestrated for that night came to fruition. And that's like the art form of professional wrestling. And we work for that pop and everything that I wanted to happen happened that night. And it was my ass on the line. And then my players went and executed it that I won a Super Bowl that day. And I want a Super Bowl for myself. I want a Super Bowl for the WWE. All right. Thanks, Bully. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Mark. Another awesome edition of Busted Opens, the Masters Class. Don't forget, please subscribe, rate, comment. Always available on Stitcher, Apple, Pandora, and Spotify. And don't forget, you can listen to Busted Open live Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern Time on SiriusXM Fight Nation, Channel 156. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley, in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.